fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! Tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. Hi. Hi, hi, hi. What's up, everybody? It's Sunday, April 1st, 2012, episode 112 of The Hotbox. My name is Matt. My name's Ian. This is your weekly glimpse into our lives, the world of cannabis, pot culture, marijuana news, pretty much whatever. This is the freeform, organic, flowing talk show once a week. Check us out live. Hotboxpodcast.com slash live. Give us a call. 406-204-4687. We've got a chat room. Justin.tv slash the jam hole. If you want to follow us, you'll know. Get an email when the show goes live and all that. You can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook and the Google Plus. If you want to keep up with what we're doing day to day in between shows. And of course, hop on the forums where we continue uh, some of these discussions. So, uh, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty well, actually. Good? Um, Good. Yeah. You know, I, I woke up about uh, two and a half hours, hours ago. ago. Two hours ago? Yeah. Sunday, man. Sunday. Uh, you know, it's the day of rest, so I figured I would just, you know, take advantage of that. I mean, so. creating the world is, is a lot of work. And I could see on that seventh day, you just want to take it off. Like, yeah. Turn my phone yeah. off. No, no well, calls. And actually, nothing. you know, if if I would have gotten to bed before eight this morning, <laughs> before the sun came, yeah, up. I probably would have been a little bit better off. So, uh, do you have a little uh, party? Well, little not party. I d- I didn't have one. I participated ah. in one. Went to and, one. You know, cool. uh, uh, um, we we have some pretty good uh, live musicians, um, some live acts that play. There's a the lot valley. of talent in this valley for sure. Yeah, you know, and you know, I like a I like a. Uh, I, I like kind of like a funky rock, bluesy, jazz kind of improvisational or whatever. I like kind a God fearing women. That band, yeah, yeah, locally, yeah. those yeah, guys, Dana. yeah, those guys are good. No, sure. absolutely, Dana and yeah, that group is they kill it. Um, I was thinking about having like hiring those guys to come out and set up and play for an evening, either at my house or at Mateo's house or something. Um, because they're, I mean, just to have those guys come out and set up, they bring their lights and their PA, and it's. Pretty really they put on a show. For like, sure. I think it's only like two hundred fifty bucks or something. That come out and play all night. Shit. Like well, that would be awesome, in my opinion. First, yeah, no, I've rapped with random. them too. Like Have their you? drummer and their guitar. Like they can jam out some funky kind of hip hop mm-hmm. stuff. That I oh mm-hmm. man, it sounded good. I, I was really impressed. I, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's so definitely a good time. Twenty grand is a band locally. It's kind of like a nine piece uh, jazz funk band kind of thing, and they play everything from. You know, a uh, pocket full of shells by Rage Against the Machine to, you know, some uh, uh, kind of classical kind of uh, Aretha Franklin kind of stuff. You know, and they play R-E-S-P-C-T. everything in between that. Yeah. And, you know, they nice. have a bunch of horns and stuff. So they're a lot of fun. Um, uh, and the crowd that usually goes out to dance to that kind of stuff is is pretty cool. And that's you know, usually, I, it's a nice unwinding to a week full of work. I mean, you and I, we we deal with the public. You have a little different capacity with the public than I do. I'm more of a in-and-out kind of guy. You're more of a, <laughs> let me sit down and answer all of your stupid questions yeah, <laughs> that have been asked over and over again. I, I think that if you work at a, at a dispensary, uh, part your part-time job there while at work is 
you know, some sort of 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 uh, psychologist or th- like, you know, it's almost like therapy because some of these patients really open up to you. Oh, for sure. You know, and a lot of these individuals, like you know, just like anybody else, they don't have a whole lot of people to talk to. Yep. And then you know, certainly nobody that's gonna like actually listen. Right. You know, like it's that old thing, like, well, you know, I don't have any complaints, but even if I did, nobody would listen to him anyway. Exactly. And so, like, when you come in, <laughs> like. I don't know, like you have a, like some people uh, think about what I do or what other people that work at dispensaries do, especially like the knowledgeable like, ones. Dream job, bro. Well, you there's that aspect. But there's other people that really think that, like, pretty much that I'm their, their, their pharmacist, their doctor pharmacist, because, because uh, I can recommend different kinds of cannabis that really benefit them for exactly what they want sure. out of it. You know, and so, like, and, and for a lot of individuals, uh, being a, m- medical marijuana participant has has really increased their quality of life oh it's you know, improved like, it it really has and so like though. and and to some people it's it's so noticeable and they're so thankful that you know they feel it's like good to see right free. it's a it's a good feeling that mm-hmm. that you can be a part of that now do you feel like some of that some of the whole like i'm gonna come here and buy my pot and tell you about my problems do you feel like some of that carried over from when you would go get a bag from your friend and air quotes and, you know, you would you didn't want to go in and out because, you know, that that looks bad. So you sit there and talk. And I feel like a lot of people would end up taking that to be like a little counseling session of sorts with their, you know, pot dealing friend. And and the guy that's selling it, he doesn't give a shit because he's stoned. And, you know, that's. I feel like that stereotype or that that kind of idea has carried over into the this now there has been a lot of mentality that hasn't changed since um the black like black market days both good and bad I right like. you know um <laughs> although some of the things that people talk to me about I, I really don't think that they would talk to their drug dealer about you know i mean i get some pretty personal stuff and a lot of you know a lot of people tell me about their medical problems like you know what's going More on like they've gone doctor. to the doctor they right. they're getting this checked and this cut out and this done are they and, weird about it or is it no, like it's, normal it's, is like no they they it's like they need to tell someone but do they think about you in that situation like man maybe this is awkward for him to hear no. about this kind <laughs> no. of not in the least no i got like, a woman that i went I out just of got th- a titty removed look pretty much pretty much <laughs> oh that little let me digress about that okay. isn't it so funny that when someone has a gross wound or like a fucking <laughs> fucked up tooth look. in their face that's all like pussy and bleeding and then like the first thing they want to do is show you and it's like, I don't want to see that. But I'm proud of it. Look. Right. Like, I don't want to see that. It's Look disgusting. what I did. <laughs> yeah. You know, and the same thing with something that smells really bad. You know, oh, hey, smell this. Like, are you fucking crazy? No. No. No, I saw the look on your face when you smelled it. Yeah, it's called near that. I call that a like a um, call it like a sympathy smell. You know, like like just because you experience sympathy sniff. Yeah, like just because you smelled something bad, like you need to share that with someone else so you don't feel so like a secret just burning into your brain. Like I gotta tell someone smell this. (laughs) Yeah, like and the same thing with the gross wounds. Like right, right. You know, like I don't know about you, but you know when somebody has. Teeth problems, like that's it, the one that's fucked up, isn't really the most disgusting part about the whole thing. It's like that they want to open that gaping chasm and like I, exhale yeah. a warm mist uh, onto you as uh, they're, you know on. what I mean? And like, uh, 
I don't. How I don't, many of you just threw up in your mouths listening? Yeah, to this right. Like, now? I don't understand why when there's something wrong with you, people want to. Sh- yeah, I, and yeah. I, I'm, I'm very adamant. No, I don't want to see. Holy and shit! And it's not like put your shirt down. Like, it, whoa. yeah, yeah. It's not like they're asking you like. Could you Google this for me? They just want to show you. Yeah. It's show and tell time at yeah. that point. We're in here. Let me pull this bandage off so I can nah. show you this, you know, gangrene please, please. infected gaping yeah. hole and then the in my arm. Smell and the di- oh, it's so gross. Yeah. Stop it. Don't, okay. If you go into your dispensary, they if, 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 no matter how much they pretend to want to see it, they don't. Don't just just don't. Um, so the, the concepts that have been carried over, anyway, I have this woman and, and one out of three times that she comes into the dispensary. Uh, she cries, you know, she's so just, I mean, she's just so just a very emotional. Oh man, you know, and, and she's getting older and she has cancer and you know, she's, uh, uh, I mean, it's total sweetheart, you know what I'm saying? But like, you know, I think that, I think that she kind of interprets things, uh, too literal, uh, you know, I don't know, like in a kind of a scary perverse way. Give me an example. Okay. So like. She pretty much felt like she got raped when she went to the doctor because of they had to do some sort of inspection on her female genitalia. That's called a gynecologist, sure. But, but you know, when and then here's the thing is that she comes into the dispensary and then tells me that she feels like she got raped. She's like, now look. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, <laughs> like let me show you. Like, do, you whoa, a, do you have a oh rape kit? Because I need some help. Right, grab, grab you know, rape kit and I don't and think that like that kind of discussion would come up at a drug dealer's house. I don't think sure, that this sure. particular that's... woman would ever be caught at a drug dealer's house. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, and that's the other side of that. Is, like, yeah, some people don't have that experience. Right, too. right, right. Um, the other thing that hasn't like some people have shed this, but you know, there's I I just I just told this patient just yesterday I had to say, listen, dude, you don't have to call before you come down here. <laughs> like you, you know, like I'm open from this time to this time, Monday through Saturday, and so now is that to see if you're there personally because he isn't no. like dealing with any. Can I come over and grab an eighth real quick? Is is that's it's just what it is. Yes. Okay. Yes, thank you can. You. Yeah. Thank okay. You. Cool. I'll be right down. <laughs> what? And I was like, you know, so finally, and he does this, you know, like and once how or long twice has, a week. How long has this been? going on for oh since he signed up with us like really? three months ago oh wow yeah and just, just every time he just calls just to say hey what's up? Is... yeah i think so well you know like before you go over I your drug dealer's s- house you call sure hey man i'm well, gonna stop i'm i'm almost there or like you know i'm a few blocks away and or maybe i'll call you when i get there or right you know like you don't go to someone's house unannounced or i don't you know like i That's... won't just show up somewhere yeah unless hey, it's uh planned. hey i'm here right and so yeah. like you know, now, does that carry over from maybe before we had dispensaries, there were caregivers, but they didn't have shops, so it was you did have to call yeah. them, and I don't yeah. know if I can come over there if you're coming over here. Right, yeah, so right. maybe, but that's after the first couple times. Like, I, oh yeah, clearly you, know, and, you have and, business hours here, right? I'm, like, can I just let it ride for the yeah, longest yeah, time? Yeah, you know, mean, like yeah, whatever. bro, of course, you know come what I mean. But then, like, are you setting me up? You're a cop. You have to tell me if I ask. <laughs> No, like, they don't. I know. <laughs> no, they don't. But so no. you know, uh, <laughs> don't th- spread rumors. That's man. that's something that I, that people haven't. And he's not the only one. Sometimes people sure. just call. The other thing that people do um, is they call me to. Honestly, like sometimes I feel like con- people just call me to talk. Hey right. man, how's work going? Now is that more it's like the older generation good. than yeah. the younger? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, you know, and like, well, I'm gonna say like uh, 35 and up. 
Right, like, right. Because that younger and there's not a whole bunch of people, is... but I can think of you know one guy, one girl, two women. One guy and two women that literally will call me and be like, "Hey, how's it going? You've been busy today. How's work? You know what I mean?" Yeah, and it's yeah. like, like what, what I do when I come see you, like, right? Hey, like how's work and all that? What and, can I do for you? Yeah. Oh yeah. well, I was just, you know, can you like, front me a bit? Yeah, <laughs> like, pretty much. Like trying to lay the nice foundation. That's called social engineering. You're mm-hmm. not very good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> yeah, a lot of people do that. They, yeah. they, you know, they feel like they need to make up some sort of story mm-hmm. or give me an excuse or something or or they assume that's that a I rationalization don't... to the self that you're not being a mooch you have an excuse right like you're... he's my friend or yeah. whatever the excuse is <laughs> and that's or my okay. check like you know another funny okay. thing is, is it surprises me how many people don't think that i know how a bank works like so how so you know like you know, they say that they got a check deposited, but then yeah, this yeah, yeah, and yeah. that, and, and there's like a story behind it. No, and seriously, like, Ian, PayPal takes like three days to put money in my account. I wasn't bull- <laughs> Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, and, and so like, you know, I, it's, I've been doing this for a long time, not working at a dispensary, but dealing with the public. Sure. In many different ways, and it's all pretty much the same core concepts, right? You know, and, and I've I've pop. always had this attitude like I don't really want to know. I just want to know what you need and when you're gonna come back, with and when that. you need it, right? And when you know, you're gonna pay me. And it was the same it. thing when you know I was a when I was working at the restaurant. You know, I don't I don't care why you didn't want to work that day, yeah, or I don't care why you wanted Saturday. I off. care about taking your order. Well, no, no, no. Like with and, my employee, with my oh, employees, with you know, right, right, no, my right. employees, like yeah, I'm their yeah, manager. Okay. And so somebody would come to me and say, oh, I want Saturday off because, and I don't want to know. I don't care. Or, you know, they'd call in the day that they were supposed to work and be like, dude, I don't really feel, and it's like, listen, I don't care if you feel well or not. Do you want to work or not? Well, exactly. no. Well, then you don't need to come in. I don't care what the reason is. Yeah. If you don't want to work, I don't because need to. if you don't want to be there, then I don't want you there. Exactly. And the same thing goes with you know working and and this like I, I, I a lot of times I don't really care what the reason is because it doesn't matter. It it's could irrelevant be any to me. reason. Insert random. It doesn't change the fact yeah. that you're asking for something. The right end now. game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like. Yep. So regardless of the reason, and in, regardless of how late your welfare check is, sure, or how you haven't been paid for invoices yet, or how whatever you know, like it doesn't it doesn't change what I'm going to have to do. Or the journey can be different. The destination Mm -hmm. is the fucking same. And Mm -hmm. that's what you're now that goes back. I I believe the only purpose that serves is a self rationalization of I'm not a bad person. I'm not a mooch. I'm not whatever. And here's why. I think that's the like only they're purpose trying to convince themselves, yeah, exactly. or I think well, I don't not even think convince so. themselves I don't just think to so. have a reason. They're, they're giving themselves a reason. I think they're trying to justify their lack of planning to me. I don't think it's that thought out. I really don't. I think it simply serves as it makes them. It's a crutch. And it makes them feel better I, for what they're asking you for. But it could be both. I know. It, I, I understand that. I don't say that they think it out that far. I, that's what I see, though. The underlying. Like, yeah, exactly. Okay. Like, yeah, I, I think that. that they are... Because really, you know what I'm saying? If you don't... I, I mean, I hate to say this, No, I, I see what... I, I get it. If you don't have $20 three days before you get paid, like, I don't know, that's poor budgeting. 
That's yeah. the lack of planning. That happens and to I'm me guilty a lot, of it. And it is. You know what it's I'm absolutely saying? Poor and budgeting. I am guilty of doing this. But all I'm saying is that I admit to myself that it's my lack of budgeting, my lack of planning. Well, see, and for me, when I run out of money before I have more. Right. You know, see, like, when I run out of problem. money before I have more, it's usually the fault of my broke ass listeners not donating enough money. Right. See, I, I can just place the blame on them and right. say, you know, thechannelhole.com nice slash donate, hotboxpodcast.com slash donate, bufferoverflowshow.com slash donate. Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's just, why I'm just broke. Put just, in your PayPal number. Put it in. Just put it in. Put it in. Just put it in. Just and the tip. Just the tip. <laughs> ouch, Thank ouch, you. you're on my hair. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, um, I have a question for you. Has any has any of what we discuss on the show between the dispensary etiquette, between these little segments that we do here and there, have you had any blowback from that from people thinking whether falsely or truthfully that that you were talking about them and no. they did not appreciate it? No. Anybody say? None, I doubt many of my patients listen to us. Feedback or otherwise positive or and, okay. and this and this is actually part of um another thing that I want to talk about today is 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 you know I don't think that's not because they don't want to listen. It's just too much fucking work to get it done. And now we've but seen this. We'll come back to this because I mean that's another that's a whole other topic. Well, are we done with the initial? Well, no. There's more concepts want... that have been okay. carried over, and so like uh, the, the, another funny thing is is that uh, is, and I think the reason why some of these these next things that I'd like to talk about is because you know even though you have your medical marijuana card, it's still you still feel like you're doing something illegal. You know, like yeah. we used to. Our old shop was uh, literally a block away from the police department. It was just down. Like a half block, really. Yeah, like, no, when they did the raid, they just walked there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was like, yeah. it was just, just, I mean, you could step out the front door, look yeah, down yeah. the street, and see the building. First I mean, it's and, right there. First and third. And, like, w- now that we moved to a different location that's not close to any sort of police station, you know, a lot of people have told me, like, oh, man, I'm, I'm, I actually like that you moved down here, because now you're not down the street from the police station. And that amazes me, because... You're not doing anything illegal. No, but the friends that I left in my car, <laughs> they are. <laughs> they might be. Alleg- right. Allegedly. Um, I could see some of that. Maybe that I'm would, more comfortable. This coming, is this, but, there's no age limit on this thought. Like it's, exactly. it's younger. It's older. It's that's it's, interesting. It's everybody that, uh, that I, I. It was can actually we, a vast majority of my patients were actually like that. That they thought. Can about we that. blame Reefer Madness? Is that reefer madness at work still? Eight well, years yeah, because later, they like even later? though they have their card, I think it's just so ingrained that um, obtaining cannabis is, this is a bad thing. Yeah, this like is illegal, and fear of the police. Be in trouble. You know what I'm saying? Like just fear of the police, like the I've intimidation just heard, factor. Fuck the police. That's what <laughs> I heard. Right, but at the same time, um, they they will nail you to a table with nails and then butt fuck you if and you, then crucify if you. you. Right, you know, and so like. I think that, I think that that fear really, you know what I'm saying. That's what drives some. Can of these you, next as a dispensary worker, do anything to combat that, or is that no. your position? That just has to be up to the individual to I realize mean, we're in modern times. I can times. point out that like it shouldn't bother you because you know you have your card. You're not breaking the law, and if it bothers you to stop in here once in a while, how you know like put yourself in my shoes? Yeah, I'm down here all the time. Twenty, yeah. Yep. You know, and so, like, it, it it shouldn't... I never thought that that would, like, really bother people. Like, at, when I was there, it, the feedback was different. Like, yeah, you're right across the street from City Hall and the police station. You know, like, 
cool. Like, I can't, you know, like, you guys got balls. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Right. Like, you guys are crazy for doing this right here. And Your it was like. Your components are just dangling. Well, and it's just like, on. I just, I, I, I go ahead with the assumption that I'm not doing something illegal. Which you're not. You're working at a business that state law I'm not afraid says, of the state police, okay? but the DEA and the FBI. It's another story. That's, it that, would I mean, be that different. is my new police. You it, know, I don't worry about KPD, exactly. Kalispell Police Department. I don't worry about the KPD. I team. have to worry about the DEA and the FBI, right. which, like, it sucks to think like that. Because, like, you, you have know, to, though. back in the day, I was just, I wasn't worried about the, the FBI the D- or the DEA. We were worried about the local police. Right. right. You know what right. I'm saying? It's funny so, like, how that, that switched to the oh, other side. Yeah. You know, like, and how intimidating is that to, you know, instead of being. And should we have to? No, ever. No, I don't think for we should something have to. like. Are you going out raping and murdering? Because if not, what are you worried about? Are you stealing? Like, I've heard that you can't rape the willing. I've heard that too. You Just know. the tip. Um, but if you're not doing anything wrong, then you shouldn't be worried about the police station. You shouldn't be worried about it. And not to mention, they're usually not around the police station. They're Which, out patrolling. The fact that we are does that speak to a problem in the system Absolutely. itself, or Absolutely. is that us as a society? No, that speaks to the problem itself. That's fucked up. That, that these people feel like they're doing something illegal by trying to use a substance that the state has said is okay. Right. You know what I mean? Or if if they're using it, that's a weird sort of like. Uh, hypocrisy I mean we know that that's obvious but it's weird to say hey come open up a business and then on the other hand you're like come on feds come on right. oh it's okay come on come on come yeah, like, get them get them right. like, that's a weird dichotomy that that we're we're on one hand inviting these open businesses and on the other we're inviting the feds in to come raid them <laughs> like okay and you wonder why people are paranoid still okay so I have a question about another concept that's uh-huh. been carried over. Like when you when you would go allegedly to a drug dealer's house and, sure. and ask for drugs or want to buy some drugs, did you ever ask for anything for free? Like, sweet, I'm getting, uh, yeah, I just want that eighth right there, but hey, w- let me have that joint there too. You should just give that to me. Or no, or the, there hey, was. You want to just throw in some? You want to just throw in some of your your bubble hash? There was certain cases that would dictate that sort of behavior. And generally, it's if it's something new that I've never experienced before, I will say... And usually they will know that and they'll offer. This is DMT. This is Special K. This is ketamine. This is LSD. Maybe not LSD and stuff, but like... I found That's the drug dealer's motive. Here, try this so you'll buy some. Exactly. But, but I mean, like, not if you're just, just being like, hey, you have some of this laying around. Can I have it? That's, right. That's weird, So that's right? that's a new concept with the dispensary is that, you know, I get you asked. You have all this pot. Can I just yeah. have some? Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, what? No, exactly. No, I go literally. to McDonald's. I'm like, you have all these cheeseburgers. Yeah. Why can I just have one? I mean, right. fuck. It's Why not... are you so greedy? <laughs> yeah. No. Why are you trying to just get yours? I mean, dicks. People, huh. uh. I mean, there's even a woman that, like, she wants the stems out of my tray. Like, can I have your stems? And then she, like, puts one in her mouth and then puts the rest in. And honestly, that makes me more uncomfortable than I think her. Like, Like, I don't understand. That would make me feel way more weird than. Like, why? That would make me want to give you some bud. And just, you know, like, I'm empathetic to your. I don't know what she does with them. I think she just eats them. I really do. People are like, vegetarians, man. People eat some weird well, ass shit. 
I, I mean, shit, you pussy I, all the time. Is it's it a thing to eat weird. a stem or put a stem in your mouth? Like, it's I've like never... a, is that a farmer cowboy thing, right? With the the straw? In... No, it's like completely in your mouth, so you can't see like it. chewing on, like gum. Yeah, that's like, an old Indian chewing on bark thing. Like, I don't know, man. That honestly, I don't like know I've never weird. that was never a thing. Like, I never put. I a stem never in ate. I've a I've a thing here full of them. Like, I'm not yeah. eating them. You know, maybe I don't know. I'm not starving either. I'm okay. And I don't think it has to do with starving. Yeah. I no, think. that's that's and I've a just, weird tick. Maybe it's not that I, I can't I, smoke I, cigarettes in here, so I'm gonna chew on this. I I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, maybe she likes the flavor. Call in. Do you know 406-204-4687 If you're listening to the podcast, why, why? call and leave us a message. Is it? Is it something that you just do because you like the taste? Or I just that, I don't know. Like I it's almost see. like I was so if, surprised that like I've just never asked her. Like what? What do you? What are you if doing it's that for? really really chronic pot? If it's really good herb, then yeah. I I like the taste of a stem. But I don't like put it all in my mouth. I just like kind of suck on it and chew on it a little bit, and then I throw it out. Okay. But I just like the taste of it. It's a good taste pot. I cook with it sometimes when I'm making like scrambled eggs or something kind of Italianish like breadcrumbs and you know that kind of thing. Sure. Like, I'll. I'll use a little pot, grind it up, and it's it tastes good, but only certain strains. And you gotta know what strains go well with what you're. Well, cooking. that's relative. Otherwise, you'll fuck. That's relative own. to what you think is good. Exactly. So, um, which kind of speaks to something else you experience quite a bit. And I've just in my time being in the dispensary, I've noticed this: people asking about, "Is this good? Do you do you like this? Because if I like it, that doesn't necessarily mean it's you're, irrelevant, right?" And, and I heard you say that finally. And that yeah. was the first time I've ever heard you say that. And I was like, nice. Yeah. It is irrelevant. It's it, completely irrelevant. And some people, like, that's very important to them. It is. What they other want, people think. Right. They want to smoke the weed that everyone else likes. Which you may be having the worst experience ever, but you don't know because you're going with the crowd. Right. And so, like, and and some people hold on to that. And, like, there's this – I have one patient uh, in particular that – he it stresses him out that I've stopped telling him what everybody else really? is buying. He just like to the point where he's like, "Come on, man, just tell me." Like, I In like I just I, why he's like, "Why why won't you tell me?" Like, it stresses him out a little bit. Really? And I, like, and I'm so calm and so like, listen. Are you doing this on purpose? A little bit. A little bit. A little yeah, bit. <laughs> because because honestly, like, come on, That's... it doesn't matter. And he's still like, no matter what. And the other thing is though, is that like. Every time he comes in, if he comes in two days in a row, he will still smell every jar and still like it's not like the same know jars what to from, get from yesterday. Same bro. thing, yeah, yeah, it hasn't well, changed. You could do that experiment quite easily. I mean, you could each day of the week rotate the labels, just one jar over, and just keep see rotating if anyone notices. See if anyone knows. I guarantee you, not one person will. Not uh, one. there'd be a few people. That you can. think so? Yeah, I don't think so. There'd be. I, a few I think they think they will, but I, I in practice, I don't think they will. Okay, well, I think that we I'd should say do less this experiment. Than five. I think we should do this can, experiment. Can you do that? Not on. I'm not going to change the label on all the jars. Okay. Can we have five controls to mess with? But let's do this. Let's take let's take one strain and put it and put it in five, five jars, jars with, with different five names. different names. Sure. Two say indica, two say sativa. The other one's a control of what it really is. Right. That's and perfect. see, maybe not with five jars, but three jars. Sure. You know, so we can one have control, like one of sativa, one, label, one of indica. Label a hybrid. There you go. A sativa 
label like it that. as itself and I then like label that. it as an indica. Completely and we different can names. go on hotboxpodcast.com slash forums and we can start using the forum threads as different experiments. Now, is it- we can post polls and say, what do you think the results will be? We'll conduct the experiment for a week or two. And okay. at that next episode, we'll tally up the poll results, see what people thought it was, and then we'll tell you what it really was. Okay. I like that. Okay. Done. Um. Do you think that it's that it's uh, unethical to change the names and and trick people? Placebo. I don't think it's bad. At Is all, placebo personally. unethical? Because, Cause that's because what you're I'm doing. actually leaning with you that I don't think very many people would notice. No, I don't think that. I think people hold, and this is true for anything that we perceive within. I think people hold a higher opinion of their abilities or their capabilities in what they're able to detect like wine connoisseurs they're the worst for this i'm such a wine snob like shut up well that's a white uh, snob not a wine connoisseur wine snob right oh white snob no a wine, a wine snob. snob right like yeah, a yeah, wine yeah. snob is the one that sticks his nose in there okay and says, that's Nyah. true so we have to make the differentiation between noir is from california the marijuana connoisseur and the marijuana snob because right. i would say me and you are connoisseurs and i would say there's a different level of people that are like more snobs and yeah. then there's everybody else yeah because i don't really care how it's done or whatever right that's your own thing but now um that's interesting. We should, uh, yeah, we're doing another that. concept. Is, is and I don't know. Do you if you think that's unethical? I want to hear your argument as to why. You yeah, post it on I mean, Facebook, post it here, uh, call us, leave a message. You for have us. until it's- Tuesday to stop me. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. You have till Tuesday to stop me. Info at hotboxpodcast. And if any of my patients are listening, like you should tell me that you listen to the show, and I'll give you something for free. There you go. There you go. There you go. Um. So. Another concept that hasn't been gotten rid of is uh-huh. um, people purchase things by look and smell. Like sure, but that's it. Is like well, does it what matter? Else would you base on? Oh, I don't for know for marijuana specifically. The, the genetics. The is it an indica? Is it a sativa? Right, but is, I feel like that's all taken in in the initial glance because of your labeling system. You think I can most of these people can tell the difference? Most of these people don't even know the difference between indica and sativa. It's going to be funny when we do this experiment and I get caught doing <laughs> the wrong one. I'm not going to tell <laughs> like you Matt's either. A di- <laughs> yeah, totally. No, I'm totally not going to no, tell you, you either. Although wanna... you're going to go in there and look for it. No, no, I want to be a part of this. I think that would be interesting to see. I don't know about that. <laughs> All right. So um, people buy things just solely on look and smell or just look at or just how it looks or just how it smells or like, but the, but they don't really give a fuck about how it's going to affect them. Like, do they, do you feel they're measuring that effectiveness based on look and completely. smell? Completely. People and do that in the, in the vegetable aisle at the grocery store. The, the look. And right. The, you know, that's interesting. Right. I never. So, and here's oh. the, here's the funny thing is that, you know, some of the strains that don't look as good as the others for some people are extremely potent because Killer. it's, it's, the, it's a strain that does it for them. You know what right. I mean? It binds with their special and then they endocannabinoid can, system. Right. And then they can smoke this stuff that looks like a nine and a half or a 10 and be like, meh. I'm going to go back to this stemmy weird shit over right. here because it gets me fucked up. This aquapuncal up. gold or whatever. <laughs> right. And then, you know, there's other people that, you know, uh, uh, know that a particular strain does it for them, but it doesn't smell as good as the other ones. But they just. And so I think a lot of people that just shop solely on smell, look, or a combination of the two are missing out. Because if they were to go with something in their 
mind a little less quality or a little less dank or whatever, um, they may find a strain that, that fits them better, you know, and gives them a better effect now, than the feel, one that looks super chronic. And this is carried over, like you were saying, because of access to that information. We could never go to our drug dealer's house and say, hey, uh, what, what's the genetics on this, this plant? Now, I do think you so. offer that information, Yes, though, I do. On, you know that. On the labels? Yeah. There is, huh? Uh-huh. Interesting. Although all the jars aren't labeled. Anymore, yeah. Right. Ever but, since the... Yeah. Like, we're trying out strands and doing... I don't know. Like... It'll get back there, eventually. Well, and to be honest, I think it's kind of a waste of time. Because the of labels. this experiment. Well, yeah, we're no, just because, just because people... We're going to show We're going to show There'll be a label on the jar that has the strand's name, the the percentage of indica, percentage of sativa, and then... Like ten descriptive words. This strain makes me feel, and this strain yep. relieves my. Yep. And so that's and a great system. And there's five keywords that I have gathered from my patients over the past year and a half or whatever that describe each strain that we grow. And so, like on a particular strain, it might say this: this uh, is a euphoric, creative, uplifting, energetic. Um, and and whatever functional, sure. and that's how it makes you feel, and then it helps you relieve, you know. And then there's five words that whatever it will help you relieve, and so the, the the labels that I have on the jars are, are rather descriptive of said strain, but people will still point their finger right at the label and say, "What is this?" Is that they and want I'm like, someone to hold their hand? Cannabis, and this is this is my segue into my next topic about okay. not being able to do anything on your own. So they'll point at this descriptive label that tells you pretty much everything you want to know about the strain except for what crosses we took to get to the strain. You know, that's not on the label. But people will point right at the label and be like, what's this one? And I'll look and look at the label and I'll look at them and say, well, it's white. Widow. Now, in that guy's defense, he was blind, and I didn't see any Braille on there. So No Braille. I might have to but think I about don't that. have any blind patients anymore. <laughs> okay. And then, and then he's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, and then right below the name of the strain here, sir, on the label, it says, you know, 50% this, 50% that. And then this is kind of some general ideas of how this strain might make you feel. Might being the key word there because, because everybody's different. different. Relativity, And then folks. he'll be like, oh, okay. And then he'll point at another jar with a label and say, what about this one? Sure. And it's like, once again... On this label here, it has the name of the strain, the genetic makeup, and the descriptive words. Right. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and he'll point to another jar and say, what about this one? And it's like, what? I'm what? detecting a like, pattern here. Are you too lazy <laughs> to fucking read? <clears throat> like, is that what it is? Like, you don't want to actually read the label. You just want to point and grunt like a caveman. Oh. Yeah, you know, like, I don't understand why, like, so sometimes I feel like the labels is a waste of time. I I see. I think if it just had the strain's name and indica or sativa or hybrid, Do you think perhaps you need a larger font, maybe a typeface bold, maybe an italic? Do you think maybe that is true? Maybe people can't know. read it because their eyesight's so bad and they're too embarrassed. Maybe they're to say, so used to bright, flashy advertisements. Maybe we need big, like pow, sativa sucker. <laughs> you know, like we need Dave Chappelle behind the desk, hopping right? out, being like pow. <laughs> you know, something ridiculous. That, um, I don't know, man. 
So this is what I'm getting at is that like I don't know if that's if that's just laziness or or an inability to comprehend written information. Could be both. And I have another example about the inability to comprehend written information. I get a phone call and it's this woman and she's freaking out because in the paper on Saturday it said that that the state patient number is in half and and she was so pissed off and concerned for because, number of patients yeah she didn't know if to. she was gonna be one of the 14,000 that still could keep their cards and she completely she read the article but didn't comprehend that is what it was saying is that right. there are less card holders in the state it wasn't saying that the state was gonna pick 14,000 of the card holders and those were gonna be the Which, only people that could keep their cards and so she really thought like that she was gonna lose her card even though she just renewed it two months ago yeah and she just she was just Damn so pissed man. off, but none of the reason that she was upset was even relevant. And you know what, Ian? I saw that article. Mm-hmm. That is a really far stretch from what I read and what I comprehended and right. what I saw to what she thought was ha- like. She thought I it was a huge get that deal. In the article anywhere, Ian? You know, she just, I didn't at all. She just thought it was like you know the sky was falling. Yeah, like oh my god, like. I, I saw going, medical marijuana in the paper, and it must be over now. It's they over now. Just, yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Every just time I see something about medical marijuana in the paper, it's over. And what That's a stressful it. way to go about your day. I you know. know what I'm saying? Like, If you're doing that with this, what else and how else right? are you operating? And then think like, about, like, scary, you know, there's the, that lady on... This is our public, bro. That's, yeah. That's scary. There was the lady on the on the Facebook thing. I was that, just going to say, that, like, did you post on Facebook and say the sky was falling? Right. No, there was a lady on Facebook that, like... Only 14,000 of us can keep our cars. Yeah, she... Like, it was so bizarre how, like... Yeah, you know, and it caught me off guard, and I was like, listen... I didn't read the article, but um, yeah, no, I'm I pretty saw sure it. that's and not what it said. It, if it was saying yeah. something about 14,000, that's how many people still have their cards in Montana. Right. She was like, Which, if you listen to Hotbox, you would know that because we talked about that a few right. episodes ago about how right. that's the number of smokers is increasing, if anything. The number right. of card holders is now that's decreasing. decreasing. And that's right. your fault, state and right. feds. That's your fault, not ours. We tried. Um. <laughs> oh my lord So let's talk about the, so, uh, the eviction so thing the, yeah. And then we'll talk about what this little pretty piece here is Camera sure. one here And there will be a video well, uh, for you guys on, on the Hotbox YouTube account Sure, that's my new pipe This is the monkey vape But we'll get, we'll get to that So yep. um, I, I, I've been noticing a lot lately And I don't know if any of our listeners can relate with this but Well a lot of our listeners are on Facebook with us They're friends with me And I think they're friends with you And they're, they're on the Facebook page for the Hotbox So you might see this stuff that we're, we're going to talk about Oh well I'm not talking about something on Facebook Oh okay I'm just talking I don't know if anybody can just relate with general. this By noticing um, in the people around them And the situations that they're in if Do you feel like people have lost the ability to do something on their own or like making a phone call is too much fucking work. Like that is just too much of a hassle and you, this person cannot be bothered to make a phone call or they're just too, like I said, lazy to do it. Like it ain't going to happen. Contacting your Congress person, your Congress critter because of uh, something you don't agree with is so hard to do. We had to create, automated systems Uh that you click a button and you put in your name and it's like here's your district here's your person here's their address initiating phone call like okay thank you and i feel like 
it is the nanny society that we have or our parents and their parents have created with their votes and their money and all that that has made people lazy. We're, we're, we've made people dumb and now we're making them lazy. Almost and we've been making them Like so very. like aloof and Just unaware. My shirt sums it up. This is – that's it. Meh. Meh. That like that. Mm-hmm. So it's and I think the other reason why I've noticed this is that you know while I was on vacation, that is not the way people are. That's whole where I world, was, bro. You know what I mean? Like people, you have to do everything on your own. Everything is done on your own. You have to figure things out on your own. You and have to you feed say? yourself. You have to do all this other stuff. And then so being in that environment where. You know, the, 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 there was there was no blaming. You know, nobody was blaming anybody for anything down there. Like it, that was all. Would on you. you say their level of depression was lower than what ours is here? Non-existent. Is that interesting? Non here we surround ourselves with all these things that are supposed to make and us take happy. antidepressants. And but these people not. are living in a they're not in a, in a plywood shack. Man, you know what I'm saying? They don't even have their own bathroom. What does that say? They for have the to direction. share an outhouse with several other people. But yeah. and they have nothing, you know. They're, they're lucky to have a table and a chair in their right. little shack. And what does that but, say for the direction but, we've gone as a society? So man. since they have nothing, but yet at the same time they have absolutely everything. It's all right there. They don't. It's they all don't right there. Yearn or and desire you know what that things. is because they're not shown what you could be. Or we're what, shown what, what we could other be. people want you to be. Exactly. We're shown that every fucking second mm-hmm. of every day. Mm-hmm. Walk outside and open your eyes and it will hit you in the face. Um, and they don't have that down there. So you don't have these false expectations created by this false reality creating machine that's funded by your blood, sweat, and tears sure. to, to feed that cycle. And look at it. it I mean... Paradise, first world shithole. I mean, not shithole, but, you know, first I mean, world, third world. I mean, that's what we are. So because I've been – like, I feel like I'm hyper aware of this. Like people's well, yeah, you resistance. Got shocked, man. You got People's shocked. resistance to do something for themselves or on their own. Like you mean like – you mean I actually have to call and schedule an appointment? <laughs> Fuck man, this is such a pain in the ass. Like, I'm not gonna get this. Well, done. you see that on Facebook where or, people are like, "Man, does anybody help me with these doctor papers? Help me find a doctor." And this, like, nobody can do that themselves yeah. anymore, which is weird. They need to be shown. Nowadays, we have more tools that we have at our disposal yeah. than we ever have before. Imagine, yet before we're way more dependent. The telephone, yeah, and you had to find something. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, a phone book? What the fuck is that? Right. <laughs> And that goes back to people's inability. Um, yeah, that, well, and I don't know if it's even an inability. I think it's just like almost like I don't I can't say it's programming. It's their inability it's like, to want to be motivated. They're so dependent on our society to take care of them. Right. That like that's what they're it is. not going to make it if it wasn't for the society around them. herd immunity. It's like they've almost like created their own prison. Yeah. Their own ball and chain. We're trapped in it through our consumerism and through everything we have been fed to want and need um and that's so sad. i'm wondering if that's why i don't know like it's, it seems like people are so happy stuck in neutral you know so yeah. content stuck in neutral you know and like is that i remember the jobs themselves doing that because you're just you don't have time to dream or you do but you don't have time to manifest those dreams or make them a reality because you're stuck 
I gotta go to work tomorrow. Like I, I people definitely do a lot of dreaming and a lot less doing. I feel like it's possible. I mean, I, I'm, I'm making a hip hop album. We have five podcasts here and a day job and like all this other stuff that we're doing. And it's not just me. I have a tremendous support group on the tech shows and on here with the hot box and the jam hole. Like everybody pitches in to do this, but a lot of it is, you know, me just sitting down and doing it so yeah, it is possible you can work 16 hours a day and sleep four you know like yeah you, you're gonna look like shit like i do but man it might be worth it one day you know who knows and if nothing else this is cool you, you've had the this drive or the cool. initiative or the desire to actually do these things right right where and i've had the help to make it all happen and i think there's a there's a but stereotype I it. type yeah. right, that, right and and i i guess me and you conversated shortly um, about this, yeah. Let me. There's you know, most of the people that I run into at work are well, they're they're cannabis patients, and right. so like, you know, my my experience is is that a large portion of my patients, not a large portion, I shouldn't say that. They're they're, but I definitely run a into a decent number. Of yeah, a them. decent number of people that like, are, like I swear to God, they're not able to do something on their own. I sometimes I feel like I have to do everything for them at the dispensary except for actually smoke their pot. Like, load it into their pipe because they don't know. I mean, like, seriously. Do you like, feed that, though? Do you provide the accessibility to that and that's offer? That's kind of my personality. Right. And I you're am a helpful. Giver. So, but do they, do you feel they take advantage of it or do you just, do you feel oh, bad because they're not doing total it advantage. on their own? And see, like, but that's a fault in my own. Personality, but you can't blame yourself and your own empathy and helpfulness because they're going above and beyond what you're trying to offer. I mean, you can. Well, like, yeah, I can. And I mean, it's what I could do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Is what I could do is say, (laughs) "Fuck no," right? Like, or no, and that would shock the shit out of every single person. That was the. But I see. I don't. I don't do that. You know, and like that's. But that's. I mean, that's who I am. I'm. I'm a. You want to help, but you want people to take the initiative. I don't want to give them a handout. I want to give them a hand up. Exactly. And not a handout, but a hand up. Right. And I think that most people don't even want to go up. An object at rest will remain at rest. I heard that in a hip hop song, and obviously I know what it's from, but that holds so true. Like, as soon as I heard that in a song, like, it, it just, it made so much sense to me. And I look around. And everybody that's just content with their bullshit, and maybe to them it's not bullshit, and who am I to judge that? That's fine. But to me, it is. And how, if you're just sitting there, you're always going to sit there, and you're going right. to do just enough to get by, and you're going to live just paycheck to paycheck. And that's. But those of you that are in motion, those of us that are, are moving forward and are trying to make something greater than the, 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 the sum of our parts here, I feel like we're going to continue in motion and we're going to eventually get to whatever our goals that we've set for ourselves ha- have been. I've heard a, uh, somebody told me this uh, a couple years ago is that life is like a horse race. You know, like while you're sitting idle, other people are racing towards the finish line. You know, other right. people are getting shit done. Other right. people are getting ahead while you're sitting there doing life nothing. Life will happen regardless of if you participate in it or not. <laughs> That's life is what happens life while happens. you're getting ready for it. Exactly. Life <laughs> wow. All right. Deep. Yeah. I was just gonna say we just got <laughs> really philosophical. Sticker real quick. <laughs> yeah. Welcome He's to the hot box uh, philosophy two hundred three surfing t-shirt hell. 
<laughs> That's pretty funny. So, but so what we were talking about was a lot of things carry over from the black market mentality, uh, the anxiety, the paranoia that yep. goes along with smoking pot. And then what was the other thing that that got us on that whole discussion? The whole um, fuck. Now I can't remember. <laughs> well, like, like just like the, the 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 concepts that that people haven't been able to let go of. Is right, how we got right. started talking about that, and then like how people, um, you know, they, they still feel like criminals even though they're they're not necessarily. And then we started yeah. talking about who you is know, to blame for that. <laughs> gotta have right. blame. This, the, gotta def- blame. Definitely somebody. the the laws and the way that we've gone about enforcing them. Right. Oh, then, so speaking of the laws and how we've gone about enforcing them, it, it is the hundredth year anniversary on the global. War on drugs. It's been a hundred years. Oh. A hundred damn years. And what has been accomplished from the 420 times? Criminals and drug lords are certainly richer. <laughs> yes, they rich. are. Uh, most illegal drugs are widely available still, and marijuana is ubiquitous, especially here in the U.S. So, happy 100th birthday anniversary, anniversary or whatever whatever the fuck you want to call it yeah <laughs> so you know if you can't get something done or any effect how in many years, years what's the cap what's yeah. the time like if if this was the iraq war a hundred years later yeah. still no weapons of mass destruction still no saddam uh still no osama, like osama or how whatever. long What's our dedication here? What's yeah, our time? How long frame? are we going to beat our heads up against this wall and hope? Right? It, and how hope long that it can works? we chase these tails? Because this is getting boring. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm with you on that one. Um, so after after a drug war ends, perhaps Walmart moves in, and uh, perhaps perhaps fills the the demand with a supply at yeah, cheaper perhaps. prices. Rolling yeah. back prices, <laughs> rolling up and- prices, <laughs> rolling them up, <laughs> twisting up prices, twisting them up, burning them down. <laughs> Walmart of weed, just a few miles from the White House, weed in Mart. federal buildings. A company that candidly caters to medical marijuana growers is opening up its first outlet on the East Coast. This is We Grow. It's not even a weed shop. So how can you call it the Walmart of Weed USA Today? Very misleading headline. They don't even sell cannabis. This is the Walmart of of nurseries. It, no, it's a fucking gardening store. This oh. is the Walmart gardening section of Walmart. Right? Like, <laughs> I know that's not a, a better headline, but they just started fuck. carrying hydroponic equipment. Are you kidding me? Uh, like suppliers of picks and axes during the gold rush, We Grow sees itself providing the necessary tools to pioneer the, of the, nearly $9 billion within the next five years. This is the new green rush. $9 billion in the green rush. That's how much I made. Get mine. Why would USA Today call it a fucking because Walmart of weed? They want readers. 115 retweets and a thousand recommends <laughs> on fucking Facebook. Nice USA Today. Nice. Uh, admittedly, smaller than a big box store, We Grow is not unlike a typical retailer in mainstream America with towering shelves of 
plant food and vitamins, ventilation and lighting systems. You know what that is, Ian? Yes, I do. That is accessory to distribution and trafficking, my friend. <laughs> Better get the feds in on this. Place. I still think that you know, if if the federal government was serious about this whole like stopping cannabis thing. <laughs> That yeah, they would right. have, they would have indicted the power company because <laughs> right? they're they're profiting directly off of drug money too. For all of these growers, you know what I mean. Like you if, cut off if you're this... going to do the landlord, exactly. Why not the utility company? <laughs> why that, not that that made it possible? If it wasn't, if you had no utility company, could you do it? You'd do it three months out of the year with a generator. Sure, you could. Well, do it with then you indict Midway Rental or whatever the rental place. Well, you is. buy one. Then you Walmart, and Fuck then you it. put it in a metal container and you bury it, so That's it doesn't right. make much noise. That's right. Not that I would so know. You can't detect it. From the... <laughs> anyway, not that I would know, but that uh, sounds quote, like a good idea. The more that businesses start to push the envelope by showing that this is a legitimate industry. Hey, in case you didn't know, this multi-billion-dollar thing that we're doing here totally legitimate, completely. Yeah, absolutely. It's a legitimate industry, and if you right. didn't know that, you better motherfucking ask somebody. Well, and plus, saying. it's in Washington D.C. So. That's right. Amen to that. The further we're going to be able to go in changing people's minds, although federal law outlaws the cultivation, sale, or use of marijuana, sixteen states gave them the big middle finger, and the District of Columbia have all legalized medical use to treat a wide range of issues, from anxiety and back pain to HIV and AIDS. And AIDS, both HIV and AIDS. Thank you, USA Today. And cancer-related ailments. 14 states also have some kind of marijuana decrim law removing or lowering penalties for possession. You want some quick stats? Nearly 7% of Americans, or 17.4 million people, said they used pot back in 2010. 17.4 million people can't be wrong. Can they? For, um, what? 5.8% is what it was in 07. So, 14 million people, 17 million people now, or in 2010. Uh, a Gallup poll last year found a record high of 50% of Americans saying that marijuana should be made legal and 70% support medical uses for pot. You okay? Want some juice? This made me choke on my water with Sorry. Your, your punny comment. That was USA Today, broster. Yeah. Yeah. Punky broster. An all time. Hi. Hi. I've been saving this joint right here for a special occasion. Uh, marijuana advocates also tout revenue benefits as well as cost and efficiency savings for not prosecuting or jailing people for pot. But until your business model doesn't stop, what? Yeah, Yeah, that would be nice. But until your business model doesn't depend on making criminals out of people, good luck. Isn't that half the fun? It kind of is. Yeah, I I think so. You know, if there wasn't like an illegal element to to running this whole kind of thing, you ever watch? It would just be like working at a health food store selling selling (laughs) herbs. There's no like mystique to that. You ever watch weeds? That's fun. No. They make that shit look I've been meaning so to, much though. fun. I've been meaning to. I want to work for a cartel. That's how much fun they make I think when I go home, I'll, I'll download a season of that. You should. I mean, I'll purchase a No, stream season. it on Netflix. Right. That's what we do here. Like, I pay for Netflix. Yeah. Do you? I do now. Do you really? Eight bucks a month to stream whatever the fuck I want to my tablet and my phone? Fuck yeah. 
You know what's ironic though? It won't play on my computer. <laughs> it won't. Nice. Uh, anyway, yeah, <laughs> so um, federal government, yeah, they're dicks. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, yeah. Do you know that we have a lot of senior citizens lately that have been uh, saying no to pills and saying yes to pot? You know this. Right. And that's, do you think that's good or do we want our senior citizens kind of sedated on pills and, and everything? Uh, you know, I think that's up to them. Individual, right? Yeah, I think, I think if they want to be sedated, they should have every right to. <laughs> and that's right. But Everyone... that's how I feel about anybody in any drug use. Exactly. If you want to do that, then that's really should be up to you. Just don't put anyone else at risk. You are way too logical for your own good, Ian. You think so? I think so. I think if you opened up that kind of logic and applied it to the world, (sighs) watch out. Yeah, but nobody wants to live in that world. You know what I mean? Because you might have to do something on your own. Nobody sends marks. You might have to do something for yourself. (laughs) Fuck that. You know? (laughs) I'll just get you to do it for me. I mean, right? Yeah. I mean, isn't that why men have women? I mean, it's so that we can get people to do things for us. Honey, I don't think he'll get me something. I don't think <laughs> like that that's most. What? I don't think that's a very. Uh-uh. No, no. Hmm. I think that's why you have kids. Oh right, right. I'm sorry. I got the <laughs> women and kids. I got that confused. That's my fault. I, I, I think you. I think that. Yeah. No. No. Well, I think any decent man wouldn't be expecting their women to do stuff. For no, them. you do stuff for your woman. Well, you Damn have it. to. Otherwise, otherwise, you sleep on the couch. They leave you. <laughs> Then you have to go find another woman. And you got to start all over. So that you can seduce for three weeks until she figures out you're a complete douche. <laughs> <laughs> I got one week to go. <laughs> I think I think live she's it up. she's getting live pretty, it up, brother. She's getting close to figuring me out though. Yeah, live keep, it up, brother. Keep letting her listen to all these damn podcasts. <laughs> she's got it all figured out. It's kind of like not wanting to date somebody that uses Facebook. You know yeah, what I right. mean? Like you got a couple questions. Are you from Virginia? <laughs> No? Okay, that's good. You well, know, have you... Do you use Facebook? Yeah? All right. Well, nice meeting you. See you later. I'll, thank you. I'll catch you later. It's been fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have another one, but it's it's more of a joke. All right, one more this, story so. real quick, yeah, and then we'll talk about the monkey vape here. Um, Do you feel... This was in Exeter, California. Do you feel like a good use of our police resources is to have cops go undercover and bust students for... Pot. No. No. For cocaine. No. For methamphetamine. No. Okay. Uh, On his second trip through high school, former C student Alex Salinas got a lot of A's. Mm? He was 22, however, and an undercover narc officer going by the name Johnny Ramirez. That was a cool fucking name. Yeah. (laughs) You want the weed, man? You go see Johnny Ramirez. He'll hook you up. You get up good. I want to be an undercover cop so bad. I think it would be the coolest <laughs> job. Ever since I saw Jack Bauer have to get hooked on heroin to deal with undercover, like, that... Fuck, man. I'd be such a good yeah. undercover cop. Three, okay. Uh, when his first semester of progress report showed a 3.25 average, the baby-faced police rookie made a mental note. Stop turning in homework assignments. Because, <laughs> you know, nobody does. Uh, eight months <laughs> later, the ruse was up in Exeter. A bulk 
bucolic citrus growing community uh, was turned on its ear after a school day police sweep ended with a dozen Exeter High students <laughs> custody on drug charges. Some people wondered how the deception by Salinas could have gone on for so long in the small town of just 10,000 people. Others lamented that the problems of the big city had come to this quaint little mountain town. That's the perfect kind of town to live in and do drugs. Antique shops and murals <laughs> set amid a stunning backdrop of the snow-capped Sierra Mountains. Beautiful. It's amazing, quote, we were able to keep a secret in this little town for that long, said Police Chief Cliff Bush. We totally fooled you, ha, dummies. Nice, that's your police chief. <laughs> How does somebody um, not notice the 22-year-old high school student? Right? <laughs> like, it's selling drugs. Why did everybody's <laughs> daughter get knocked up by this 22-year-old? <gasps> you know Shit. what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, are you really that ignorant to this the older kids selling than drugs? This Turning in his homework, getting A's? Yeah. Isn't that a little bizarre? Yeah. Uh, this guy, Police Chief Bush, <laughs> he had been searching for years for just the right officer to pull off the undercover ploy. Why is your police chief plotting against you? <laughs> like, he's trying to... That... Because they're professional weird. law enforcement. They're not here to protect and serve anymore. I've been plotting for the last 10 years of my life searching for the perfect baby-faced 22-year-old man. Cop to fulfill my dreams of busting all your little druggy kids. Like, how is that helping them. anybody in that community? There's ten thousand of you. How many of them are kids? How many of them have a drug record now? Did that help or hinder? Hmm. Hinder. Hinder. I wonder what their grades are like. I wonder what they were yeah. participating in. I wonder yeah. what kind of students they were. How's your team now? <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't play the game because our uh, we don't have enough players. <laughs> yeah. Right. So. Thanks. The entire football team got yeah. Uh, leading the campus sweep this month was the tall, lanky Salinas dressed in the crisp black uniform and combat boots of the Exeter Police Department instead of the T-shirts and sneakers he wore as Johnny Ramirez. Still, there's no mistaking the boyish face and the wide smile gleaming with braces. He had fucking braces. Wow. A lot of jaws dropped when they saw me. They knew me as that kid at school they hung around with, and the next thing, they're in handcuffs, and I'm in a uniform. Boom! Knocks it out of the park. What's up now? God, do you feel good about that? Uh, I do you that's feel a good about that? That's a fucking complete dicks. In a small little town, like, I don't know. They should be weeding themselves out. Complete no dicks. All right, you got to get out of here. This yeah. is the monkey vape peep game here. Hole in the top here. We have full review coming out on on the hotboxpodcast.com slash YouTube. Check this out. Pull on it. I get it. Yeah, there you go. Monkey vape. <laughs> well, monkey pipe. <laughs> monkey pipe. <laughs> sometimes it, it vapes. Sometimes you can it vape pops. or smoke it. Like it, it, you can... it depends what you put in it also. So I noticed well, the oil that, vaped but... a lot better than this is just weed. Straight yeah. weed. Yeah. So. So, yeah. It it just kind of depends on how you use it. If you're gentle with do it and you... have patience, then it then it vaporizes. If you just torch it, it's like a pipe. Do you want to leave that here for a day? No, I'm using it. Okay. Jesus Christ. All right. I already brought you smell shit. 
Yeah, my pipe too. It's fun. Something. Will you smoke it for me? <laughs> right. All right, uh, Ian. It's been a Thanks. pleasure as always. Thanks for Next listening, week. guys. Four zero six two zero four four six eight seven. Leave us a message. You can email us info at hotboxpodcast.com as per usual. Uh, check out our live shows on Hotbox TV every Sunday. 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 Uh, got the Jam Holes Mondays, Buffer Overflow Show Tuesdays, Attack of the Androids Thursdays, yet another tech show on Saturdays. So check them all out, and we will talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Subscribe on iTunes. Peace out. If you like you like we where where you need to be. If you like weed, this is where you need to be. Thank you for listening to the Hot Boss Podcast.